0: The Sustainable Voice, bringing you big successes from small places worldwide. Welcome back to The Sustainable Voice. My name is Ashish Sangrachka. Today, I want to talk to you about robots. Yes, you heard me, robots. And not Tesla robots, not high-tech robots, educational robots, and no, not Siri. I mean educational robots. I want to talk to you about Kippy. Kippy is the creation of a young man named Walter, who is one of the brightest minds in Peru. Walter is in a town called Juan Huancabalica is one of the poorest regions in Peru, and literally internet, access to basic internet, forget even broadband, we're talking even dial-up, is at a premium. It's non-existent. The fact that Walter and his robot Kippy can make such a huge difference is what I want to talk to you about. Those of you who know Peru, I urge you to look at a map and look at Juan Cavalica. And Juan Cavalica starts with an H, not a J, and not any other letter, starts with an H. What's really amazing about this place is that not only is it one of the poorest places in Peru, but it is also one of the epicenters for the new drug trade, trafficking to cartels. So of course, education was the only thing that was holding these walls together in Juan cavalica. Now fast forward and you take a look at what happened over the last 18 months. And what you'll see is schools were shut down. Countries went to lockdown because of the pandemic. Well, Juan Cavalica, when a school actually shuts down, there's a huge issue. How do people learn? How do kids go back to school? Walter, who himself is a Peruvian teacher, he himself tried to figure out, how do I keep these kids engaged? What do I do? Enter Kippy. Kippi is a creation one of seven prototypes that Walter has built robots that can train children from 49 different languages including Quechua including Spanish and other local dialects Walter loads up the entire curriculum for his particular subject whether it's science math you name it and he sends these robots out for a period of time to villages and engages these kids from five years old to 10 years old. The way you engage Siri or Google, these children can engage Kippy by simply saying, hey Kippy, or hola Kippy, or any other greeting. You see, Kippy is able to take that entire curriculum and is able to teach these children in an interactive manner the whole time. He's able to actually go through and engage these children in a way that, frankly, even virtual learning has a hard time doing. The robots deployed not for a day, not for a few days, but for a few weeks. And Walter drives to each place himself on his own dime, deploys the robots, brings them back, reloads the, the new curriculum, sends them back out to different areas. And what Walter has figured out, and what I love about this whole project is he has realized that in order to actually stop what's happening in Juan Cavalica, to engage these kids and keep them away from trafficking, it's literally a conversation. What's amazing about what Walter does is that he travels around on his own dime. He goes to each of these communities. He deploys these robots because he saw what was happening. And he realized that dif- despite their difficult circumstances, he still had this idea that teaching these robots how to, how to educate children in Quechua, how to bring education to them, how to actually allow a robot to speak at the same level as children would make all the difference in the world. You know, Walter actually won a huge award as a promoter of sciences in Peru by the national council of science. He's one of one of the few people who won this award. And you think about this, right? When you think of Peru, it's known for Machu Picchu. It's known for her ruins, known for food, for Pisco Sours. Since when has Peru been known for robots? Since when has Peru been known for education? Now, let's stop for a second and think why a robot was needed. Those of you who have children, you know what I'm talking about. When schools shut down, and everybody went to virtual learning. Zoom became your best friend or your biggest enemy. Internet bandwidth became a problem in everybody's homes and how who was using the most and who was streaming what and who was working. A delicate balance started in everybody's home. Well, what happens in a place like Wancavalica? As I mentioned, there is no internet, which means there was no education. And the minute there's no education and no and all idle time, all of a sudden the mind wanders. And so these kids at ages of 11, 12, 14, and sometimes even younger, are approached by characters that are less than honorable, showing them roadmaps that are less than safe, showing them a way forward that really is not long-term, whether it's trafficking, whether it's other illegal activities. You start losing the youth. You start losing towns. You start losing the ability for children to actually think that there's something better than their own circumstance, you start losing countries. You think about the kids in Juan Cavalica, and you've you've all heard this said before, whether it's in inner, inner cities here in North America or anywhere else. But we are only bound by our perception of our reality. And what that means is that whatever reality and circumstances we have around us, that doesn't have to be our future. For these children, it's the same thing. It doesn't have to be their future. But when you take away education and you take away access to betterment, you are telling them that this is their future. So the minute they start accepting the fact that this is their future, all of a sudden something like trafficking becomes quite attractive. It becomes something as a way forward and you start accepting that the circumstances around you are yours. That's where Kippy comes in. A robot can actually make a difference. I'm saying this to you sitting in North America where we have everything at our fingertips. you cross-reference that, and a place like Peru, and a place like Juan Cavalica, which I mentioned to you, one of the poorest places in, not just in Peru, but in most of the world, basic sanitary functions, basic hygiene, basic communication skills, and now basic education taken away. That's why KIPI is so important. Now, you might be asking, what if we just deployed teachers? To these areas well how long do you think that'll last if i send a teacher out to these communities or if walter went out to these communities to teach these kids himself and i'm sure he's tried it's like pushing water uphill you have 10 distractions around you saying come and do this come and do this come and do this you'll make a lot of money you'll have this this is the way forward they're all illegal then you have one person who comes up and says i have nothing to offer you but education." Listen to me. Come, let me teach you mathematics. Come, let me teach you science. Come, let me teach you everything you'd need to have to better your intellect. If you're a 12-year-old child and you have 12 people screaming at you to go the less honorable way, telling you it's the way, the only way you have and the way forward, and you have one person telling you, no, please come with me. If you had nothing, which means you don't have anything to lose, where would you go? Well... That's where Walter got the idea of the robot. The fact that not only is it entertaining, not only is it engaging, but the curriculum is loaded right from the school. So now all of a sudden those 12 people screaming at these children about going their way don't seem so loud. Kippy as a robot, has a voice louder than all 12 or all 1,200 that are trying to pull these children away to different places. Now, how is it? How did it come to be? Well, Juan Cavalica has always been in the state it was, but how did it come to be? Well, that's where Walter comes in. Walter Velasquez is his full name. He is just an amazing, amazing Peruvian teacher. And just think. Those of you who are teachers, just think, when's the last time you engaged your kids the way Walter's engaging these kids? What if you had to do it via a robot? A lot of you got that chance when you were virtual learning through Zoom, when you were loading work up on Google Classroom. You were essentially working through a virtual robot. It just didn't have the metal. Remember how difficult it was. Now imagine doing that through an actual robot with no internet connection, no live over-the-air updates, no software updates, just a robot that's deployed. And, you know, when Walter goes out to these communities and deploys these robots, he's not quite sure how he's going to find them when it's done. And what's just incredible is that the robots aren't destroyed. They're actually being utilized. You know, you, you think about that. Walter travels by foot to each remote house in these mountains of Huancavedica. He carries Kippi on his back or on a llama or on a donkey. And so literally, he not only is he going there in his own vehicle, he's literally hiking to these places. And that's dedication. Now, I've actually spoken to Walter uh, on several occasions. And I have to tell you, this young man is just mind blowing what he sees. When I first met him, I was expecting to meet somebody who was probably my age, maybe older. I met somebody who looked like he was 15. He was actually in his his late 20s. He has a family, but he's so committed to what he's doing. Imagine if you will, teachers out there, if you had to walk with all your school books carried by a donkey or a llama, and you have to walk through the mountains, whether it's the Appalachian Trail, whether it's the Smoky Mountains, whether it's the Rocky Mountains or anything in between. And you have to go house to house to house, not simply to go in and just teach at home, but to convince the family that you're there for a reason that their kids should learn from you, to convince them that that, in fact, is the case. That's huge. That's the whole point. You know, Wonka Velika is really a place that has two threats. Trafficking is one. Domestic terrorism is another. Now imagine having to teach in all of that when schools are shut down. Just think about that for a second. Think about how one person who builds these robots from scratch, who taught himself circuitry, taught himself. the the basics of AI, who is teaching himself, no Ivy League degree, no no, uh, information science, master's degree, nothing. He does have a higher education, but applying that and building these robots. And as I mentioned, he's deploying them one by one, carrying them to each house. But think about how, how far he gets. You think about this, right? Half the children that, uh, and more than half the children that Walter teaches in his school when the school's open, don't have internet at home and still do not receive a proper education. They have no access to it. Forget about internet. There's no road going up to them, which is why he has to hike up to see them. What it goes to show you is that there are plenty of distractions, plenty of nefarious activities pulling at our children, no matter where they are in the world, pulling at them every single day. Now, it is our job as parents and our job as educators to protect our children. But what if you can't protect them from circumstances? I want you to imagine for a second that you lived in a place like Juan Kavalika. Imagine for a second that there was no Walter, that there was no Kippy the robot, I want you to imagine for a second that your children had no internet. And then I want you to imagine for a second that you had somebody knocking on your child's door, asking them to go a different path, a less than honorable path, whether it's trafficking, whether it's illegal activities, you know, imagine for a second. You know, the the area of Huancavelica is actually known as one of the biggest cocaine producing regions in, in the country. And you're, these kids that are not getting an education are being manipulated to work in these fields, to work in, in, this, in, in, in this industry. Because they represent simply a cheap and risk-free way of transporting cocaine through different regions of the country. So is that what we've come to as a society? Is that where we are? That children are now being used basically as mules. Wow. Walter and his robot Kippy are... That they're here just at the right time. I hope and pray they're not too late, and I don't think they are. But every little bit helps. And the fact that he could have easily taken this tech and deployed it anywhere else, but he chose one Kavalika because of what it represents... And when I spoke to him, he talked about the fact that it's because of the fact that it's not that these kids are are, are being talked into trafficking, but because of why. It's not money. It's not because they're going to get rich tomorrow, but just as I said, because it's a cheap and risk-free way of transporting that cocaine. So if they get caught, hurt, or, or, or worse, oh, well, very little risk. Is that how we identify our children today? Very little risk. Is that how we identify that it's not a big deal? It's a cheap way of doing things. You know, you hear all these articles about uh, unfair labor, child labor in different countries. But I dare you to find any articles about Juan Cavalica and what the children there are being used for, because it won't come up. It's not in the news because much like the area is seen as inconsequential to the greater population, it's also the case that these children have come across as inconsequential. But what Walter and his robot are saying is that these kids are not, they're, they're not inconsequential. They're not a cheap way forward. They actually represent the biggest resistance to trafficking. They are, they are the best way to fight against narco-terrorism. That's what Walter's saying, and frankly, I believe him. Now just imagine if you're in this town, imagine you're in, again, go back to being in one Kavalica, go back to being in this place, and, and just think about for a second that you are a, a parent here, you are a teacher here. You feel powerless, but are you really that powerless? Are we all that powerless? Do we Are, are we truly powerless or are we just accepting the facts around us? What Walter is saying and what Kippy's saying and what these children that are actually ed- learning from him through the robot are saying, and what I am saying, is that we have more power at our fingertips than we have ever known to have, especially now. You go back over the last three, four decades, and you talk about the cartels and how they were actually talked about and how people went up against them. And it was political and it was military and everything else. How about this? Out of despair comes a resistance that actually works children. And this from a teacher who graduated as a design technician in biology and chemistry and has a postgraduate degree in educational sciences. He has a genuine vocation, Walter does, providing high-quality, inclusive education to these kids. Shortly said, he loves what he does. And if you're listening to, the, to, 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 to me talk right now, chances are that you're, you're enjoying this conversation. Otherwise, you would have probably left a long time ago. But we all have the power to make these kinds of changes. And why I love actually talking about Walter and his robot is because it's inspiring. It allows us to realize that whatever our circumstances may be, if we choose to let them be our fate, then they are relegated. We are relegated to that fate. However, if we choose to do something about it, like Walter is doing with Kippy, you may actually be opening more doors than you think you could be opening. Isn't that something cool? Now, whether, you know, whether Walter's funded through travel tourism, whether he's funded through private enterprises, the point is that people are starting to get behind Walter's project. I hate to sound cliche, but it is one man, (laughs) one mission, one robot, or in this case, seven. And just... Scale this up and think, if it works in one Kavalika, think about how many other places in the world it could work, whether it's in Venezuela, whether it's in Zimbabwe, whether it's in Rwanda, whether you pick the country. It could even work in bringing up children in places like Myanmar after the civil war is over there, after the unrest has ended. The possibilities for application for for the concept of Kippy the robot are just unmeasurable, and we tell our kids, dream, dream big. Well, this is what dreaming big looks like. This is the really cool part. This is this this is this is just something that you watch and say, unbelievable. And this robot actually, you know what he looks like? He looks like the robot from Big Hero Six. That's what he looks like. Uh, I'm, all that's all that's missing is the is the funny handshake. That's what he looks like but that's what makes him so special. That's what makes this whole concept so special. The fact that one man, one teacher, who doesn't frankly have to do this, he could get a job anywhere else in Peru, but he chooses to do this. One man, one focus chooses to do this and is applying Robotech in a way that one could never imagine here. Now, my first question, actually two questions I had to Walter when I first met him was, is that Intel inside or AMD? To which he just laughed and said, I really don't know. And then I asked him how the robots are made. It's spare parts. It is pieces from, he's found from domestic junkyards. He sources this material. This is not a robot that costs $100,000. You know how much this robot costs? $3,000. He deploys each robot. At a cost of three thousand dollars, that's how creative and ingenuitive this man is. And this three thousand dollar robot has accomplished more than what any hundred thousand dollar or million dollar robot could ever hope to accomplish in three years of being deployed. I am proud to call Walter my friend, and yes, I actually am calling Kippy my friend as well. Thanks for listening to the Sustainable Voice. My name is Ashish. Glad to have you on with us. Look forward to the next podcast. Thank you for listening to The Sustainable Voice. If you have a success story of your own, please reach out and share it with us. Would love to hear from you. See you next time.